Thank you for joining us once again for Kingdom Rock Radio. Kingdom Rock welcomes Pastor James Burr, Jr. of New Canaan Baptist Church in Temple, Georgia. And now, here's Pastor Burr. Chapter 33. Amen. I got a couple of scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Exodus chapter 33, uh, and let's begin at verse 3. And the word of the Lord declares, uh, Unto a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will, not go, I will not go up in the midst of thee, for thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. And when the people heard these evil tidings, they mourned, and no man did put on him his ornaments. For the Lord had said unto Moses, say unto the children of Israel, you are a stiff-necked people. I will come up into the midst of thee in a moment and consume thee. Therefore now put off thy ornaments from, from thee that I may know what to do unto thee. And the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by the mount of Oreb. And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without the camp afar off from the camp and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without the camp. And it came to pass when Moses went out unto the tabernacle that all the people rose up and stood every man at his tent door and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. Amen. Now turn to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2. And verse, starting at verse 6, it says, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things God hath prepared for them that love him. But people stop, right? Most religious people stop there. But the next verse says, but God have revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Hey Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And this afternoon, I'm just simply like to talk about living in the inner circle, living in the inner circle. Well, well, what exactly is the inner circle? The inner circle is, has nothing to do with salvation. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. I am saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is just that simple. My belief in my heart, I know that Jesus died for me. He was buried and he rose again. Salvation belongs to me because of what God's word says. But the inner circle is a place in God where it is big enough for everybody but only a few will enter into this place. I'm not talking about obtaining salvation, but I am talking about abiding in a place with God that goes deeper than just being satisfied with being saved. 
it's deeper than just being sad. I'm just going to heaven. Praise God. I, you know, you, you used, to hear, used to hear people say, as long as I make it on the left hand, on the right hand, really, according to scripture, you better be on the right side of the father. Amen. I just want to be somewhere around your throne. If you want to be anywhere, make sure you're on the right side. But, but this inner circle rep- represents a deeper relationship with God. It represents uh, going beyond uh, just coming to church and doing our church thing putting on our suits and ties, your dresses and your high heels and going through the motions that I went to church today. This inner circle, everybody uh, 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 will not go into this inner circle, although it's big, big enough for everybody. And, and in Exodus chapter 33, uh, and I'm going to start at verse 6. It says, And the children of Israel stripped, stripped themselves of their ornaments by the Mount of Orab. Uh, really because God had commanded him to, but anytime you get ready to go into a deeper uh, level in God, God will sometimes strip you of some things. Hey, amen, Jesus. Don't, don't always look at you losing your car or you losing your house as a bad thing. God is trying to bring you into a deeper place. You may have lost your job, but God is trying to show you something, trying to bring you closer. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give them praise for the bologna. Give them, give them praise for the Vienna sausages. Amen. Give them praise. Amen. He will strip you of some things. And, and Moses, and the Bible says in verse 7, And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without the camp afar off from the camp and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without the camp. In other words, uh, Moses took the tabernacle of the congregation. Here, here go, here's the place where everybody lived. Moses took it out from the congregation and put it over here in so many words. Well, everybody who, dis- they knew what God said in, in earlier in the verses that I, I need to know what I'm going to do with these folks. Tell them to strip themselves. Although Moses took it out, the scripture says those who sought the Lord went after. Ah, oh, y'all don't, Amen. I know you took it out the camp, but God, wherever you go, that's where I want to go. God, I know I messed up, but I understand I cannot live without you. Oh, glory to his name. That ain't even in my notes. That's all Holy Ghost. Amen. All right. Verse 8 says, uh, And it came to pass when Moses went out unto the tabernacle that all the people rose up and stood every man at his tent door. And looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. Let me talk about that tent door for a second. Now, most people in the church, they see the anointing upon the pastor or the preacher. And they, they look, and the truth is, they look at them as, as some kind of superstar, but they, we really not. Uh, amen. The truth be told, I really ain't that smart without the Holy Spirit living with me. Amen. You take away the Holy Spirit from me, I'm like, duh, uh, hey, I don't know. But what happens with most most Christians, because they don't go into the inner circle, they look they they look at Moses from their tent door. And in order to go into a deeper level in God, you gotta leave your tent door. You gotta get out of your place of complacency and and, and begin to search the deep things of God. Ah, yes, Lord, okay. 
Ah. Um, now, Christ died. He left us his Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and the Holy Spirit represents uh, uh, only the Holy Spirit can take us behind the veil. Or into the deep things of God. The truth is, there's no difference between you or myself. People who you consider to be close with God. The only difference is they, they, they choose to be not only filled with the Spirit of God, but led by the Spirit of God. See, see those who are led by the Spirit, uh, a, a program that we have in church does not dictate to them how service is going to flow. Yeah. I mean, they'll stop at the dime. If God tell them to do something, yes, Lord, amen. Amen. See, pro, see, see, we're not boxed in. You're not boxed in when you are allowed to be led by the Holy Spirit. And I told this to uh, New Canaan before that the, the Bible says that the, the, uh, uh, the Spirit, blo- uh, uh, Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit, and he said, the Spirit blow it where it listens, and you hear the sound thereof, but you can't tell whence it's going or where it's coming. And, and I use this as an analogy. You know, you ever see leaves when the wind is blowing, the leaves is just blowing with the wind? And, and, and this is, this is a relative to the Holy Spirit. We have to be led by the Holy Spirit, not us in front of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When the Holy Spirit is leading you, he'll blow. You don't know where it's going to land. You just know you're in the wind. Wherever you go, God, that's where I'm going. Amen. Amen. And, and, and in order to get to that place in God, you have to leave the tent of your doors. You have to leave your own ideologies at your door and pick up God's wisdom. Amen. Amen. A lot of times we think we, we know some stuff, but the truth is we really don't. Amen. And once you can go in deep in God, but once you get there, God might not stay. Uh, my, God might say, okay, I'm right here today, but I might be over here tomorrow. And you know why God is like that? Is because he don't want you to start to rely on that thing or that place where he brought you. You remember uh, the prophet Elijah? God took him to the brook because there was a famine in the land. God said, I'm going to take care of you there where the brook dried up. And the reason why some of our brooks dry up is because God never wanted us to rely on the brook. We got to rely on him. So sometimes God will be over here. You got to find him. Sometimes God might be right here. You got to find him. Sometimes he might be over here. The psalmist David said, why do you hide yourself from me, oh God? Uh, don't hide from me. Don't play hide and seek. You might be hiding, but I'm trying to find you, God. Amen. Amen. This inner circle belongs to everyone. It belongs to everyone, but everyone won't choose to go in. The people stood at the tent of their doors, and they looked at what Moses was doing. Amen. And I'm telling you today, stop looking at what everybody else doing and decide to chase God down for yourself. Let me let me let me give you an example of how in tune with God you can be. Uh, me and my wife, we used to attend this church in Hiram, Georgia called Trinity Chapel. They had about 7000 members. And I didn't know the pastor personally, but, I mean, I've talked with him. It was a, hey, pastor, how you doing? God bless you. You know, being a pastor over a large congregation like that, it's hard to really get to know everybody. That's one of the reasons why God appointed the deacons so they can take care of the needs of the church. Amen. Praise God. That's a side note. Uh, 
Now, the, with a church of that magnitude, it's hard to really develop a relationship with the pastor. And, then, you know, I hear people talk all the time, well, I like the small church because I get to know my pastor. It ain't nothing wrong with that, truthfully. Amen. But if when you're in tune with God so deep, it was times when, when me and Lenore, we would be driving to church and the Holy Spirit would just show me something. I said, Lenore, they're going to have to add on to the sanctuary. We get to church that morning. The pastor said he pulled out the plans and the visions of a new sanctuary. Now, I didn't talk with the pastor. I didn't know the pastor, but I knew God. We served the same God. We went to the same meeting place. We went into that inner circle. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been meditating? You've been studying your word all week long. And then when you got to the house of the Lord, what came out of the pastor's mouth, God confirmed, you've been talking to the same God he's been talking to. Oh, help me, Jesus. Now, whoa, thank you, Lord. See, you don't always need the pastor to pray for you. You go to the same God he serves. Huh? You get in God's presence and watch God heal your body. Watch God deliver you. Watch God change you. See, our job is simply to introduce you to God, not to be your God. Shoot, you'll save us a lot of trouble if you enter into his presence with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Go into the inner circle. I dare you. I never dog dare you. I tell you, you'll find goodness there. Oh, oh Lord. Where we at? Okay. All right. Now, you ever wonder why? You ever wonder why Jesus only took James, John, and Peter into the mountain of transfiguration? Why was it only a select few who was able to see God in his fullness? Because they, they were daring. They were willing. They didn't quite understand, but they knew wherever Jesus went, that's where they wanted to be. You ever wonder why Moses was the only one that went to the burning bush? You ever wonder why King David was so in tune with the heart of God? It was because they, they, are, they were willing to do what others would not, and that is to simply chase God down. Chasing God down. Now let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 through 12. It says, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. There is some wisdom. There is some things that God will reveal to you if you go into that inner circle. Now, I'm not talking about, Lord, tell me what to sing on Sunday morning. I'm talking about God will show you. He will literally show you faces in the congregation. He will show you what's going to happen in the future. And, and so, when you're in that inner circle with God, you can't. sometimes you can't even explain to people what God has shown you, or they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Am I by myself? Amen. They, amen. <laughs> amen. Sometimes, sometimes when God has shown you something, you can't share it with everybody because they won't be able to handle it. Amen. Amen. So, so the hidden mystery, God has revealed it unto them. Let's keep reading. In verse 8 it says, Which none of the princes of the world knew, 
princes representing uh, 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 the, the spiritual darkness, Satan and his, 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 his goons. That's what I'm calling them, goons. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Now, again, it sounds real good when we preach it, but they just stopped there. We hadn't seen it, but one day we're going to get there when we go to glory. That's not what they're talking about. Look what, he, look what he says. He says, but God have revealed them unto us by what? His spirit. Now, when Moses went into the tabernacle of the congregation, it represented the spirit of God. See, uh, I need to do about a 10-part series on this when I get back home. There was a veil that separated the people from God. That only the priests were only allowed and they were only able to go in once a year. Not, and not only that, they had to tie a rope around them with a bell. And, 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 um, and when they went into the, um, into behind the veil, they had to ring, ring the rope to let the, uh, so the bell would sound so to let the people know he, they're still alive. Now, when Jesus died and rose again, the Bible says that the veil uh, split in two. In other words, it came down. Now, all we have to do, the, the veil is open to it. Uh, behind the curtain, there's no more curtain. All we have to do is believe that Jesus died and was buried, get salvation, and be filled with his spirit, and be led by his spirit, and God will start to reveal to us by his spirit. By his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yes, the deep things of God. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm really not satisfied at where I am as being a Christian. I, I know I hadn't arrived. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, I asked God. I said, God, I want to get so deep, into, uh, deep in you where I can walk on water. Why not? Why not? Huh? Why not? Lord, I want to get so deep in, in you where your anointing rub off on me so much that I can make the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, not just spiritually but physically too. Because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same spirit that lives in me. The scripture says it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit. Oh, help me, Jesus. I need a spirit. I need a spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is, is he's the one that, that won't let me sit still in, in, in his church and won't let me have this mean look on my face. The Holy Spirit won't let me do it. Amen. The Jeremiah said it like this. It was like fire shut up in my bones, and I just had to tell somebody. I couldn't keep. I got to praise God. Uh, it is the Holy Spirit that leads us to worship. Ah, Jesus said, "Those they are going to worship me in spirit and in truth." See, the thing about worship is, I don't. We shouldn't decide what we're going to say. Lord, what do you want me to sing today? Let me hear from you today, God. Tell me exactly what to do. Every little step I take, I want to be guided by you. Ah. I'm almost done, y'all. All right. 
So in verse, he said, God hath revealed them unto us by a spirit. For what man knoweth the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. The spirit of God. You want to know where your church is headed? You ain't got to talk to your pastor. God is going to reveal to you the same thing that he revealed to your pastor. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given unto us. See, the Holy Spirit shows us. The Holy Spirit speaks to us. You ever been, you ever been just, you know, whether you're at home or on the job or just, you know, wherever you are, and you ever hear the Holy Spirit just talking to you? He, you ever hear him? Go talk to that individual. Go t- go let, just go give him a hug. You ain't even got to say a word. Just let him know. Just let him know you love him. You, it was a couple weeks ago. I found $10 in my, my pocket. Y'all ever been in that situation? I got some money in my pocket. <laughs> now, I had just got through doing my praying with the Lord and talking with the Lord. But when I put on them pants, I said, Lord, I thank you. Then immediately he, he told me, you're going to have to give that to somebody today. And sure enough, when I said, well, Lord, you're going to have to show me because if you don't show me, I ain't giving it. This is, how I'm, this is my relationship with God. This is how I'm talking to God, right? By, the Bible called Moses a friend of God. Well, I'm God's friend. Me and him can chit-chat. Amen. So when I and sure enough, when I got to work, uh, this guy I work with, he said, James, and this is how James. He said, Maya, he said, Maya, my friend house burnt down this weekend and you know, he, he, it's him and his daughter, and they by themselves. I was like, I said, here, man, the Lord told me to give you, to make sure you get it still. <laughs> but see, not only are you led by the Spirit of God, you obey God. Real quickly, this, and I, this is going to bless you. Turn to um, St. John chapter 15. St. John chapter 15. And y'all, y'all know that song we sing, I am a friend of God. Well, most people sing that song, but don't read exactly what Jesus said. St. John chapter 15 and verse 14 says, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. There's a stipulation to being a friend of God. Obey. (laughs) It's just that simple. I ain't going to even expound on that. All right, number one, we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 6 and 7 says we speak with the wisdom, not just any wisdom, but the hidden wisdom of God. You get revelation through the Spirit. He will show you things that he does. He will show you things that he will not show everyone else except you abide in the inner circle. You will know the things that are freely given unto you. Okay? Now, let's, let's look um, at how you dwell in the inner circle and what things the Holy Spirit will show you. And I'm going to give you one more scripture. Go to Acts chapter 16 and verse 9. And, and you know... A lot of people says, you know, with the gifts of the Spirit that it, you know, we don't need that today. Yes, we do. I believe Genesis through Revelation. I don't believe he put that in there by accident. 
We need the gifts of God in the church. But those only gifts, gifts are only given by the Holy Spirit. So Acts chapter 16. Yes, Lord. Let me show you, show y'all what, what happened here. There's some good stuff. Acts chapter 16 and verse, and verse 9 says, well, let, let me go up a couple. Now when they, let's go to verse 6. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. So the apostle was forbidden to go to Asia. They tried to, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let them. After they were come to uh, Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let them go there either. But the Spirit suffered them not. The Holy Spirit wouldn't let them go. Y'all, when doors start closing, you got to consider God, God didn't want me to go there. If he didn't give you that job, it was for a reason probably. All right, that's just a little thought there. Uh, in verse 9 it says, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Look at that. That's some serious power. That's that Star Wars power where they did that, what you call telepathy, the Jedi power. <laughs> he was asleep and saw a man in a vision and said, Come on to Macedonia. Come on over here. Now, he wouldn't have been able to do that if the Holy Spirit wasn't working with him. I thank God that the Holy Spirit works with me even when I'm asleep. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we, they endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for them to preach the gospel unto them. So he had got the vision. That he saw, literally saw a man saying, I can imagine the man all the way over there. You know, he, he was seeing Paul like Paul was seeing him. Ain't that some power, y'all? God, the Holy Spirit was revealing to him where to go. Ah, oh, thank you, Lord. And after he had seen the vision, he, he went to Macedonia. That was some real deep stuff, y'all. Number one, so you got to be filled with the Spirit. Number two, only the fearless will be able to enter into that inner circle. Fearless. See, the people in Moses' day, they were afraid. They were afraid when they saw that glory cloud coming to the tabernacle. They stood, I ain't going over there. I'm afraid of God. Amen. And, and t yes, God should be reverenced. Yes, God should be feared. But more importantly, that's why he sent his son Jesus so we can have a relationship. I can't have a relationship, me standing over here and God over there. I can't have a relationship with my wife speaking to her once a Sunday. How are we going to have a relationship with God and we don't open up our word until Sunday morning when the preacher or the pastor stand up and say, turn your Bible to. Amen. Amen. So, amen, we cannot fear, we, 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 we cannot be fearful of going deeper into God. You know why most, a lot of people are afraid? Because they know they can't be lazy anymore. Uh, <laughs> They know they're going to have to do something when God calls. So you coming to me? Okay, let's, let's work. <laughs> Number three, the committed and the faithful will only be able to go into that inner circle. The committed and the faithful. Amen. The ones who can't wait to get to church. 
The ones who's not, I got to go to church. It's my turn to praise. It's my turn to sing. It's my, t-. see, no, that's, God ain't going to accept that attitude. Amen. I can't wait to get to the house of the Lord. What you going to do today, God? I, who you going to save today? Who you going to deliver today? Who you going to heal today? I want to be in your presence, God. See, the committed and the faithful have a passion. They have a desire. It's something on the inside of them where they don't need a praise team to get them crunk. I came in crunk. I didn't need the preacher to hoop me happy. I didn't need them to shout me down and say, oh, oh, that ain't going to do it. But the fire already burns on the inside of me. Hey man, it's, it's amazing that the committed, the committed and the faithful, them, them the ones get promotion in the church. Oh, y'all. <laughs> the last thing, those who are hungry and thirsty for more of God, those are the ones who will abide in the inner circle. Let's stand to our feet up. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org.